0: What's WHAT?! The-
1: That time, we're gonna step in the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history, just freaking wrestling a JW Podcast, hosted by Travesty. I'm Dizzle J, guys. Uh, I know we've been gone for a few weeks. Uh, hopefully, you had an opportunity to catch up and listen to the SCW Roundtable that uh, we released uh, as a three part series uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, those are going to be monthly, so make sure you check out the upcoming event for August as we do another SCW Roundtable. Obviously, those events will be posted up on our Facebook page, which you can find if you follow us at Just Regressing or the Jets Podcast. Uh, as mentioned a few weeks ago, we're kind of revamping the show, kind of yep. doing, doing something a little bit different. So, again, if you are following us on Facebook, which is the best place to follow us.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: most of I'm going to say about 90% of our content is Facebook. That's
0: um, all I know how to use.
1: Yeah. Uh it's going to change a little bit as we dive into independent wrestling a little bit more. Hopefully they start opening up again, uh, where our Instagram is going to be more used. And obviously Twitter's kind of there just to notify everyone of our show releases and stuff like that.
0: Um,
1: but if you are following us on Facebook, you realize that we are now posting the results of the uh, Raw, the SmackDown, NXT, AEW, and Impact Wrestling. All there on our uh, what on our Facebook page, as well as uh, our personal uh, grades, if you will, for uh, the shows and matches and stuff mm. like that. I uh, thought of that, additional highlights um, that are kind of key moments to acknowledge and know that happened in the show. Uh, but because we're not doing results here on uh, our podcast anymore, we're trying to focus more on uh, the news, the reports, and stuff of wrestling, both in front of the camera and behind the scenes. Mm. So, I know we when we originally started this out, if you look on iTunes, you look on um, Google Play, or even our Twitter and everything, it says uh, the place where K-Fab K-fabe is still alive. Right. Which we still do believe that. We do believe that k is an important thing in wrestling. Uh, I think it should still be uh, a huge part of wrestling. But there's so many real-life events happening out there that why not kind of bring it to the attention of the wrestling fan?
0: This is very true. I mean, it just helps... Either build the wrestlers up, or show them that these are people we don't need to look up to. Yeah, and
1: and also it gives an explanation on why people aren't on TV, you know, or why they're coming to different companies and stuff like that. Uh, so we're gonna kind of pilot this and test drive it on this episode, uh, and then uh, just bear with us. Give us some time to kind of get the structure down and figure out and everything. Because even though we've been uh, doing this since 2017, which I do believe uh, this past. July or June is when we released our first episode yep. in 2017, yep. so we've hit three years, head JFW. Uh, so uh, happy anniversary to you! Happy anniversary! Right, right. It's a it's a good moment. It's a good it moment. Uh, it's unfortunate Dally can't be here with us today, but I'm sure she'll be back with us next week. Uh, we of work on this with us. So again, bear with us. Keep uh keep keep coming back and everything because I promise you, even if you don't think the structure of this is working now, not say we can not get it to work out eventually. But
0: you gotta like. Even now, if you go back and listen to the first show mm-hmm. until now, and realize how far we've come from that, and every time we've tweaked something yep. all along the way, either we we stick with it or we get rid of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. If we
0: don't feel it's working.
1: Yeah, and the best part of it, guys, uh, because you know you guys make the podcast what it is. You you make us come back and do this week after week. <clears throat> it's up to you guys too. If you if you have a suggestion or a complaint on how we're doing things or what we're doing, maybe things that you think we should be doing that we're not, you could respond to us. You know, get a hold of us on either Facebook, uh, or Twitter. Use the hashtag freaking saying. Uh it's it was a this freaking show original thing. Now it's uh it's for both because we are part of the freaking studios. Freakin' Studios. Use the hashtag freaking saying just to get a hold of us. If you say, you know, if you have a comment, a suggestion, if you want something for us to talk about. Because like I was explaining to uh J and uh, a little bit to Dally as well, uh, we're gonna talk about the news as I mentioned here. But I want to kind of do some rebooking and revamping of oh, uh, yeah. storylines and stuff in history. Uh, so in the next coming weeks, just to give you guys an idea of what we're doing. Uh, we're gonna look at the DCWWF invasion back from in two thousand one. Uh, do a little rebooking and maybe how we would alternate to make it. Maybe better uh, for everyone, or just at least on our perspective. And that will give you guys an opportunity, too, to kind of give us your feedback on if you think Data E did it better, or we did it better.
0: A little freaking tweaking.
1: Freaking tweaking. I like that. Right? That doesn't have to do with the crackhead. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to dive into that, but before we do I just want to remind all you guys that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast is brought to you by BallWash.com. Make sure you go to BallWash.com. Check out all their amazing products they have available. Shows the shampoos and conditioners, body washes, nut rubs, uh, powders. Uh, They just released uh, a line of boxers as well as uh, um, body scrubs and uh, stuff like that. So they have a lot of different products there. Always coming out with something new, something different. Check it out. Buy some product. And then when you get to that checkout, use the promo code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, all one word. It'll save you 15% on your entire order. That's right, guys. BallWash.com. Get that funk.
0: Out your junk. Out your junk. He's uh, my favorite sponsor.
1: Yeah. Jay, J- I gotta say, you're probably gonna benefit the most out of uh, what we're gonna do here, because it's gonna limit my ability to interrupt you.
0: Oh. Right?
1: Something new. You're something still gonna new. find a way. Oh, I'm gonna do it, too. That's awesome. Uh, also, we're bringing back freaking fun. I want, I you know it, I know this sounds weird. I'm telling you what we're gonna do before we actually do it, but just bear with me, because I like talking. Yeah. Uh, you guys remember we used to bring freaking five over on the Facebook page where we said give us your top five this. Well, we're bringing freaking five back, uh, but not in the same way that I was there. Instead, we're gonna do ranking systems and stuff at the end of the uh, show, and you're gonna see how it works when we get to it. Um, it's kind of cool. I think it's, I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be enjoyable. Um, but after we do the ranking, I will post it up onto the Facebook page, um, and that way you guys give your rankings. So, um, I, a lot of interaction with our fans now. Oh, that's awesome. Absolutely. So, I'm excited for that. So, Jay, uh, I want to talk about the first article that did come up um, that I didn't want to discuss. Uh, and, uh, obviously, we know uh, Gallows and Anderson are now Impact Wrestling.
0: Yes, the we good know, brothers. We do
1: know they made it over. Uh, they were recently on um, a different podcast, not ours, don't know why. Hmm. hmm. Uh, but they talked about how they're, they're talking to AJ Styles, and they're trying to convince him to go back to Impact Wrestling. Um, I guess uh, AJ did uh, kind of have a response to this, saying that, you know, he never said never in wrestling, which uh, Vince McMahon has proved that to be true.
0: <laughs> yeah, never say never. Uh,
1: but um, he did mention before that the contract he signed with WWE is his last contract he wants to sign. He wants to retire after this, so he wants to end his career in WWE. Uh, do you believe uh, AJ Styles should go back to Impact Wrestling after his WWE contract? Uh, why? Why not? If you do, what do you think they could do with them and stuff like that? You're more of the Impact guy. I haven't watched a lot of Impact, and that uh, you know the fact of not trying. Obviously, I don't got it here, but uh, you you know Impact a little bit more than I do. Yeah. You know the people who are there. Uh, what what is Impact like now compared to the AJ Styles era? Uh, and what do you think uh, could be the benefits or even the negatives of AJ going back?
0: Well, the AJ Styles era, when he was in Impact, it was like, he was more of a high flyer there.
1: And that was still when it was pre-t- pretty much TNA. Like, yeah, that was TNA. Yeah, they did change it to Impact Wrestling, I think, at some point when uh, Mick Foley was there. um, But it was still more of a TNA thing. It was before, I think, before GPW showed up, like, or Global... Well,
0: the, the show was called TNA Impact. Okay, yeah. It was, well, first it was TNA, and then it became TNA Impact, and then it became Global... Pro What, what? Whatever. It's just, they've gone through so many changes and Impact would benefit from having AJ there now. But I think in the long run for AJ if he went to Impact after his WWE, he would not, they wouldn't give him a bid into the Hall of Fame. I, I think Vince McMahon is that kind of guy. and Honestly, I would like to see AJ go to the Hall of Fame more than I would like to see him go to
1: yeah, and, and obviously a lot of the guys who are in impact Wrestling right now, they weren't really there when uh, AJ was in TNA. No. Um, I, I, honestly, I, I can't even think off the top of my head who was there then, who's there now, except for obviously Eric Young who came back. Right. But, I mean, Moose wasn't there. Uh, Callahan wasn't there.
0: I mean, it'd be kind of neat to see him and Callahan go at it. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Callahan, uh, even though he is kind of a dirtbag, at least mm-hmm. on screen. But I'm a huge fan of him. He he plays his character well, and he owns it, almost like a Brian Pillman esque kind yeah. of way. He lives the character.
1: Yeah, and you gotta, and you gotta give uh, AJ the title if he, he goes back. You gotta, oh, give, it, you gotta give him yeah, yeah. The
0: there's no title. doubt about it, yeah. and I I just it won't do anything for AJ. Yeah, that that's where I stand. He already turned down an Impact Hall of Fame bed. We're talking about him.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess it's not fair to say that. I mean, obviously, E.'s Hall of Fame really wasn't uh, something, you know, until they built it to what it is. Right. So maybe down the line, yeah, Impact can. But I, I, think, I think the Impact Hall of Fame it got a little weird when Kurt Angle was inducted into it and then he pulled his induction saying he wasn't worthy of it when he went through his, his drug addiction yeah. and all that stuff to eventually being reinstated into Impact Wrestling. Um,. But, I mean, with with AJ in Duddy right now, current uh, Air champion, uh, I'm hoping he does get a tag team title just so he could be a Grand Slam champion in Duddy. I
0: thought he already was a Grand Slam champion.
1: No, uh, Triple Crown. He was a United States champion. He was an Air champion. He was a champion.
0: Oh, he hasn't been Universal champion yet either.
1: No, no.
0: That's right. That would not mean as much.
1: No, it doesn't. I mean, that, that's a Brock title. Brock title. That's a Brock title. Well I guess I mean Drew's making this something. So I mean that's kind of relevant.
0: Well Drew I man, Drew I think has just put that company on his back.
1: Yeah.
0: Is what it feels like to me. Uh
1: there's just I don't think there's much talent there for him. Like right now, uh because obviously this whole COVID thing. Um
0: I am interested to see him go against Orton though. That should be a pretty good match.
1: That would. What and I know uh, I know Kevin Owens getting over his ankle injury. Uh, I know Kevin Owens is gonna face Randy Orton this coming Monday on Raw. Um, I'm hoping they don't punt him to take him off camera, uh, but I wouldn't mind seeing Kevin Owens take on Drew McIntyre. I think that'd be good. So I guess I guess it's not right to say that they don't have talent for him. I just I don't think there's any available at this moment outside of another storyline for him to face. I mean, he could face Rollins, but they got to work that way back to that point, which I think they're kind of taking a little break from Rollins as champion to work on this whole Monday Night Messiah with the uh, Mysterio. which uh, hasn't really
0: which hasn't really been working out either because he keeps losing disciples. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well and that's another thing too, because I I do want to talk about uh that new um the new faction to retaliation which we'll get to here in a little bit as well. Um but uh Drew had a couple good matches with Dolph Ziggler. Uh both Extreme Rules matches and stuff like that. But outside of Randy Orton, like if, if Drew is me, I'll retain over Randy Orton, which I'm thinking he will, who's next in line?
0: I don't know, man, I don't know. I mean, I could see Bobby Lashley going after him again. Lashley
1: Lashley would be a good would be a good match because uh, I mean Summerslam is the biggest match. Uh, one one of the big four. Yeah, the big four. And we got we got Summerslam coming up here on the, I believe August twenty third. I believe this yeah, I think Monday, next 23rd.
0: week is our predictions. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, the following one is going to be Survivor Series. So if they're going to build to a pay per view match for that point, they really got work. Well, no, uh, my bad. Champion vs. Champions, Champions this Survivor Series, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, should be.
1: Yeah. So currently, right now, it'd be Braun vs. Drew at Survivor Series. That might be pretty cool. Yeah, Drew would go over, I guess. Well, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Watching from SmackDown this past week, I know they're doing a lot of things with uh, Braun Strowman, almost going heelish. Because if you recall from uh, last week, with the uh, feet attacking Alexa Bliss, and he was attacking her again, yes, uh, last night on SmackDown even Braun, like, showed up on a time trial didn't, not in person, but on time trial, saying, like, like I don't care about Alexa. I don't care what you do to Alexa. You know, I just care about retaining my championship. So it almost seems like you're kind of, like, making him heelish, uh, but it also looks like, there's a lot of rumor, speculation of, uh, there being a fiend-Alexa-Bliss relationship
0: on camera. Really? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. I was hoping that she would, he would convert her to, uh,
1: Sister Abigail? Sister
0: Abigail. Yeah. I'd kind of give her, because she's had that, I don't want to say one-dimension character, because I do love her character, oh. and heel and face form, but give her something else to play with, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah,
1: there was, uh, after after that Extreme Rules match uh, happened, there was uh, this post on, I think it was the Real Wrestling Fans Facebook page, uh talking about um, Alexa Bliss being like the perfect like sister Abigail component. Which I went on, I responded, because why not troll people? Right. I told him AJ Lee would have been the best fucking sister of
0: Oh, definitely.
1: I mean, think about it. You, you don't know what the A stands for on AJ Lee, because they never mentioned it on TV. <clears throat> she had that mental breakdown thing, so why not make her a sister happy? And then obviously you get these people like, oh, that would never work, blah, blah, which I guess if they believe it never worked, and they don't really know how wrestling works, because that sounds like <laughs> a perfect fucking booking. But then you get these other fucking guys who are like, well... AJ Lee uh, wasn't really around when Bray Wyatt was, and he she was, she was. He he debuted like nine months or almost a year before uh, AJ even left.
0: So, I think I mean for me, Rosemary would have been the obvious choice to go. Rosemary get. would have been good. If, if you were going outside the company, yeah. Rosemary, or I don't even think Sue Young was around then, or at least not as big a name as she is now. But I thought Rosemary probably would probably been the perfect.
1: I would like Rosemary. Um, if you look within the company, Liv Morgan's return would have been good.
0: Paige, if she was healthy.
1: Paige would still have been a good one. Um, honestly, like what Scarlet's doing down in NXT would have been good, because I'm I'm loving the, the uh the carrying cross uh Keith Lee, uh kind of storyline going where. Is it- oh, it's good, man. It's good. Um let's talk about all your articles, man. What do you got? So, so overall, we both do I, I, I want to say that AJ going to Impact wouldn't be good. Um, I think him retiring after this d contract would be okay.
0: That, to me, it does nothing for AJ. Yeah. While it would be awesome for Impact Wrestling, it does nothing for him. And he might lose his bid for WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. And that's really what a lot of these guys are working towards anyway. Mm-hmm. Whether they say they aren't or they're not, they are.
1: Does AJ Styles headline his Hall of Fame induction?
0: It depends on the class. Do you think that? Do
1: you think that induction? Because obviously, I, I think we call Green Undertaker's going in next year.
0: Yeah, I would. Ho- I would hope so. But I don't think. A- I don't think
1: AJ will go in next no. year. That might be too soon. But I don't Dr. think he'll headline
0: only because a majority of his career is outside the WWE. Gotcha. Makes sense. And that's just my opinion. Yeah. It's yeah. Just like an asshole, everybody's got one. <laughs>
1: All right, we what, what you got there.
0: Uh Wikipedia. Tessa Blanchard's page just said that she has signed with WWE.
1: You know, when I saw that article, I went back to check it and it was it had to have been removed by then. But uh I know I know Wikipedia has the ability to be edited by people.
0: Right, you and can me like, or you can and, edit Wikipedia. Yeah.
1: Um so I know there's a lot of speculation about her coming uh to WWE. I know there've been a lot of rumors with her as far as uh The Evolution pay-per-view that's supposed to be coming back.
0: See, to me, and I was reading somewhere I was talking to somebody on Facebook about this, too, that the surprises are gone. Like, we knew the Good Brothers were going to show up at Impact before they showed up at Impact. We knew... uh, Man, I can't even remember. The last big surprise for me debut was probably AJ Styles at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Because I didn't even... And I mean, I followed Impact Wrestling. I followed what he was doing, and they never mentioned him canceling any shows or anything like that. And all of a sudden, I'm watching the Royal Rumble, and this music hits. I'm like, "Who the hell is this?" And it's AJ Styles. I marked out.
1: Yeah, I because I, I know there I know there was a lot of speculation on it, but usually around pay per views, I try to stay offline because I don't want to hear about things yeah. and stuff like that. Because people don't have a tendency to spoil shit like that. Um, there's been shoot uh, magazines and articles and stuff. Um, for years, so it's it's avoiding that shit. Uh, so not to ruin the surprises. Uh, but yeah, I think AJ was probably the the last one. Um, I'm trying to remember the Hardy Boys in WrestleMania. If that was before or after AJ, but I want to say that was after. And if it was, that was mine.
0: I, mean, I think that was after too, but that was pretty good too. But
1: I didn't. I didn't know they were coming. I, 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 I didn't know I they mean, were coming I, either. I heard it with Ring of Honor and nothing beyond
0: that. Right. So, But with Tessa, I think where she needs to go is WWE.
1: Yeah. NXT or main?
0: Main roster. I mean, straight straight to main roster. Yeah, uh, yeah. AEW's women division is up and coming, but <laughs> not at that level of Tessa. She should be able to blow through that.
1: In WWE, let's say... Let's uh, let's fantasy book a little bit. So you get you get Tessa Blanchard showing up in uh eat Waller SmackDown or whatever. Do they acknowledge her as a former world champion? Because of Impact?
0: No, they won't. Yeah, they, no. They d they've never acknowledged anybody as that from any other companies, so why would they do it for her? Yeah.
1: Who's her first pay per view match against?
0: First pay per view match, probably Ruby Riot.
1: I'm gonna say Lacey
0: Evans. Lacey Evans would be good.
1: She's a pay-per-view type person. I, I obviously, I don't think if she was a debut at a pay-per-view, um, I would say Lacey Evans on TV probably uh, Dana Brooks, but I don't, I don't think she'd do good against like because I, I, I haven't seen Lacey Evans wrestle or not, not Lacey Evans, uh, Tessa. I haven't seen her wrestle a lot. I don't think she's a very like aerial kind of person. No. So I think facing Naomi wouldn't be that good because you wouldn't get like those high spot moves and stuff.
0: She works well with those people, though. Yep. It's, it's kind of like Brock. You know, Brock and Eddie put on some of the best matches. Brock and Rey Mysterio. Finn Balor and Brock a couple years back. The test is very good at what she does. Mm-hmm. But see, to me, it culminates to that WrestleMania, her first WrestleMania match. It's got to be Charlotte. It has to be, Yeah. I, I think so, because to me, that's Charlotte's and Tesla are probably two of the, and not depending past Natalia, but probably the two most famous daughters of wrestlers.
1: Yeah, Four horsemen. Yeah, yeah. There was a. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember. Uh, there was a Hall of Fame uh, ceremony uh, that I watched uh, about a couple months ago. And it was probably the Four Horsemen induction, but I remember uh, Charlotte and Tessa were both there, so it had to have been the Four Horsemen.
0: Induction. Yeah, she was in the crowd.
1: Yeah, they were both in the crowd, and that was pretty cool to that see. Um, I think it'd be awesome. It, it it probably won't be able to happen. Uh, with uh, Blanchard uh in uh, AEW, right? Yeah, he's with uh, Spears. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that he could. I don't think that he would bring Tully in if they do bring Tessa in to have a. Charlotte versus Tussa match with the dads on the outside.
0: Uh I think that, to me that'd be a little overplayed. Yeah. Well, go back to when Cowboy Bob Warren always came out with Randy. It just it just seemed like unnecessary.
1: Yeah, but I think it played well with The Undertaker. Here's one for you. Here's 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 one. One side of the ring. <clears throat> you have Charlotte, Becky, Bailey and Sasha, the Four Horsewomen. What's Tessa's Four
0: Horsewomen? Ooh. I'm at Basler on that team.
1: Right, and it's hard because obviously you can't put Charlotte because Charlotte's on one end. Right, and it's because of Flair. But if you have a storyline with Flair and Tessa on, who owns the Horseman name?
0: See, that would be cool.
1: So you get them for who's on? Because I know, I know there was the Four Horsemen of the UFC with. Baszler and Rousey and the other two others people. I don't want to say nobody's because I'm, I'm not going to downplay their UFC queers. I do believe they are in the NXT people Yeah, they're
0: in NXT. But who is
1: Tessus for Horsewomen? If they were to have a Survivor Series or a WrestleMania, eight-woman eight tag, or even Evolution, Evolution or whatever it's called, who's Tessus for Horsewomen? But, and, uh, stick to Data E, but, if, but well, do, I want to do Data want Definitely because the more logical. I didn't think out the box, and we could double up.
0: So I would, I would say Baszler. okay, because that would give you your power house. Well, Tessa's kind of a power too, though. Oscar, uh, that'd be cool.
1: Mm-hmm. I go Naomi, Naomi. So Naomi, Basler, and Oscar, and Tessa, and Tessa. Um, I would probably look at as I'd probably heal them. Make them heels in it, because I think the four Day E horsewomen even though they're
0: they're all heels, right? that's
1: well, Becky. Becky. Yeah, but I don't think I think if Tessa comes in with other people, like you know how do how do you, how does Diddy make them the baby face? How do they make Tessa the newcomer out of all
0: of them? The well, the way face? the way you would do it is you would get the four, you'd get Charlotte and them together beforehand, and then just have them run rough shot over. Okay. And then all of a sudden, you know, she'd cut a promo for the Four Horsewomen. My dad started, da-da-da-da-da-da. Then you would hit whatever Tessa uses as her entrance music for WWE, whatever it will be, as she comes out. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it starts a war, and then slowly people just start joining her.
1: They could do what they did to Sting. Invite Tessa into the Horsewomen just to beat her up and tell her she's not part of it. She's not really part of it, right? And that would, oh, her, that would give her that baby face over where she was like, "Well, my dad was a horse horseman too." So, uh when you did WWE, did you also look at NXT, or did you just focus on WWE roster?
0: In my in my head, I just I looked at the roster. Okay,
1: because I definitely put Tessa there. If you're going baby face, um. I wouldn't mind putting Dana in there, just to give her a little bit of a push. I know she has the ability and talent to do it. She just doesn't have the right storyline to go with. Right. So I think uh, putting like um, Dana Brooks in there, I think that would help out. Uh, Lacey Evans, I wouldn't mind, just because she's kind of like you know like a powerhouse too. Um, and also like you know, it gives them the ability to do a little bit more in the business.
0: I think Lacey Evans makes sense because it's like a. To me, she she screams America. I don't even know why. Probably because the military background and stuff like that, and the way she conducts herself in the ring. But that four horsemen to me has always been like an American thing. Like not to take away from any other club anywhere else, yeah. but it it would be neat, and I think she fits the mold.
1: Your 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 idea of American mold four horse includes Asuka? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs>
0: America. It doesn't matter where <laughs> the you're <melting> from, pot. <laughs> I don't think you can use that term anymore. Yeah,
1: I, I think that is uh, a good term. Good term. I think, term? I think you See, use melting pot. Yeah, yeah. I, All right. So, well, so, I, so I do. So I, I do. I do. Tessa, uh, Dana Brooks, Lacey Evans, and uh, I pull someone from Raw. Mm. You know, I don't know. I I think I think I guess in my opinion, I think uh, SmackDown is more talents as an option. You know, if if I was to pull for my next I go real Ripley. Ooh, I think that'd be good.
0: That'd be neat. All right, well, to me is a a loner too, though. At the same time,
1: but her issues with Charlotte, yep. I think, would help out. You know, like you know, a friend, uh, the friend of my, the enemy of my enemy is my friend or whatever. Yeah. So I think I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I mean, but even like if you go heel wise and you want to look at what the Horseman actually was, I mean, you got the you know you got Arn and Ole Anderson, you got tag team. You can look at the Iconics to put with Tessa. And then, I like
0: the Iconics, but I don't see them fitting it.
1: I think is I think it's a tag team to put into a heel horsewoman faction. I think it
0: would. Yeah, heel. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I'll give I'm you not, that.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm saying heel now. Yeah. like not now. The you can't. kind of can't be babyfaces. If you look at a babyface tag team, I think the Riot Squad would Live in, uh Ruby as they because they got back together this past Monday, as we saw.
0: Um, and then, this is officially back together. I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. get, I did get the see yeah. part. Yeah, of they're this, yeah, this they're
1: just to say the Riot Squad. Yeah, absolutely. All right. What about outside the ring? Like outside, outside the E, you bring you bring Tessa with three new people. Who are they?
0: Ty of Valkyrie. Okay. Mm, Eva Lees. Yep. And I hate her so much. But Bert Baker.
1: Adam Cole's wife.
0: Adam Cole's wife, girlfriend. Can't say. Okay. Yeah, got to got to remember yeah. that promo with her, her big swole. <laughs> that was one of, I I cannot stand her, but in in ring ability, she's she's fun to watch, mm-hmm. and her her little submission maneuver is brutal looking.
1: If I go outside wrestling, uh, I agree with Eveleth. I always liked Evilise. even with Luchan, got, I yeah.
0: liked Yeah, East. Well, that's right for us. Yeah, big Wunderbar. big
1: swall. I put in there. See, I think a powerhouse for big swall would be real good, and. Uh, I don't know if I do Valkyrie's a good option. I think I think she'd be a good choice. Um uh, but uh, you know, I'd probably bring back uh I can't remember what she goes by now, but Emma.
0: Oh uh I can't remember her crap. name right now,
1: but um I bring back I bring back Emma.
0: Yeah, she's I don't is she still wrestling?
1: I think she still wrestles the independents or something like that. I think so. Up, I yeah, I think, but I think Emma would be a good one uh, to bring in. I, I think that'd be it. It it'd get her back. It's almost like uh, uh, Drew McIntyre. Make it you know rebuild your name on the outside. that need to come back, and I think come back as a four horse woman stable to take on the original four horse woman.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. But drop the Emma or the Emmalina name and come back with the name she's using. Yeah, Which I, I thought I, man. I wish I could remember what it it's is. It's one of
1: those names that, like, you can't think of while you're trying to think of it. Yeah. They'll come to you, though. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's dive into the next one here. Uh, before we do, guys, hey, just a reminder, uh, not only is Ballwatch the sponsor of the show, but also Audible.com. Uh, if you go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today, you get yourself a 30-day free trial plus a credit to your first book purchase. Uh, if you're just like me, you're just not a big fan of reading, but you do enjoy a good story and stuff, Audible is the best place for you to go because it's the one-stop shop for all audio books. Take it on the road while driving or, uh, you know, as you're sitting there trying to enjoy the nice day, sitting on your deck, obviously we have some really good weather, cracking cracking a cold one, and uh, just uh, listen to an audio book. I mean, oh, pro wrestling fans, there's a bunch of wrestling books on there available. Uh, a Jail, yeah, I almost called you Cartoon Joe.
0: Cartoon Joe, huh? Oh, uh, books. It's the books, man. It's the books.
1: There's a J over here, but I picked up the uh, Chris Jericho uh, autobiography. And he reads it to me. And he reads it right to him. Yeah. Uh, I myself got the uh, got the book about the uh, Chris Benoit incident, as well as the history about the ICW. So I do have a couple of myself. And it's awesome to get an opportunity to hear people uh, read it to you while you're trying to relax or doing some odd jobs around the house.
0: And, and it's great because like, a lot of times you can get these authors for their different books to do it for you, too. Yeah. And I posted this, uh, this advertisement on Facebook, and I just wanted to mention this. I thought it was really neat. I never thought about it this way, but people who have dyslexia, and it's hard for them to read also, but mm-hmm. they love stories, now you can listen to it without having to struggle with reading. I mean, oh, I, that's cool to me. Yeah. I would never even thought about it that way until someone mentioned it to me on Facebook. Yeah. well wow, oh, that's a great
1: Audibletrial.com/freaknet. Sign up, thirty day free trial, credit your first book purchase. So, oh yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, we've seen some, uh, some, some uh, riotish kind of uh, incidents.
0: So is this is this the stuff that was playing? Like I saw a little bit of raw. Is this the stuff that why the mics weren't working? Or yeah. was that really because of the hurricane?
1: You know, I I think they wanted to play it off that way, but I think what it was it was the which they're calling they the faction retribution. There's five people involved in this, uh, men and women. It's been shown if you watch this bad SmackDown, um, but on Raw, both on Raw and SmackDown, uh, microphones were cutting out, lights were flickering and everything, and I think they played it off well because of the hurricane, but. I think a lot of it was due to this group known as Retaliation. Uh, we saw on Raw them taking Malkoff cocktails and burning up these uh, sound system and stuff. Uh, and then we saw on SmackDown where, uh, where they tore apart the arena, kind of like we saw the Nexus do when they made their debut. Um, they, they, got what the hell is it? So I, I want to say there's three guys. There's two women in it. Um, I know the article was saying a lot of it, like, there's a lot of actually positives and negatives to it because people do like this whole like riot kind of like storylines. <laughs> um, the biggest reasons I don't like it is because of an article that was posted, people are related to the Antifa, Black Lives Matter protests and stuff that are going on in the world, which I get I get where they can kind of see the comparisons and similarities, but this is pro wrestling, and I'm praying to God that there's nobody in the fucking WWE company that says, Hey, you know what we should do? We should jump on the fucking Antifa bandwagon and make a storyline of it. I don't
0: think that's the case. No.
1: I think they're just trying to find a way to make something like this, especially with Survivor Series coming up, a little more impactful, a little more... Um,
0: so we don't know who they are yet, either.
1: They have, no. I know... I tried to figure it out last night when I was uh, watching SmackDown, because the two women that are involved in it, when they're beating up the uh, women in the crowd, they kind they took their hoods down but left their mask on and you kind of see their hair. I'm like, who the hell's hair is that? You know, like, uh, I because I want to say it was Ember Moon, but I don't think Ember Moon's fully healed. But they did have like Ember Moon like hair. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I I think JoJo had the same
0: kind of hair too. So um,
1: trying to find the best way to say it. Uh, I think one of them was black. I don't want to assume though. Don't demonetize me because I'm assuming. Um, but I know three, uh, three of them are guys, two of them are definitely girls. One sounds like Seth Rollins, it, but I don't think it's Seth Rollins, but one sounds like Seth Rollins. Um, but also it kind of sounds like an Eric Young thing. And that's what I was trying to think. Like maybe these retaliation faction are people that were released in WWE and were re-signed and stuff. And I was like, Hey, let's do this. And I think after doing it that way, I think that's how I think this great the storyline is.
0: That'd be cool.
1: Um, downside is it does remind me a lot of Nexus and it reminds me a lot of Aces and Eights. And it reminds me a lot of Aces and Eights because of the mask and the covering and not knowing who they are. But I don't like the fact that people are associating it with Antifa. Um, outside of wrestling, we know what's going on in the world and. I don't want that line to blur with wrestling. Because right. when that happens, then you just get fucking annoyed and you move on. So, um, the, uh, the the group's called retali- uh, Retribution. Uh, there have been some people that have been uh, predicted to be in it. I'm going to give you the name of the people. I just kind of want your feedback on it. And then we'll kind of follow up and we'll just figure out uh, who we think is really in it. Okay? So one of the names mentioned was Dominic Dijakovic. I don't think it is, because I think is a little bit bigger than the people that are shown in there.
0: But that doesn't make to me it doesn't make sense.
1: No. Uh Tegan Knox. To me that doesn't make sense.
0: See to me I'm I'm looking for people who have haven't gotten I'm thinking more like a ricochet kind of deal.
1: See, I think one of them is to me because like, I was trying to listen to the voices. One of them kind of sounded like Ricochet, but I like wasn't a, too a sure.
0: Mustafa or Ali? Sorry.
1: Yeah. Well, are they bringing back the Mustafa part of Ali? Because I think they mentioned. I think they called him Mustafa Ali when he made his return. Uh they also rumored to be the Riot Squad. That
0: makes sense. I
1: don't think it is because I don't it think,
0: makes sense, but I don't think
1: it is. Tomas Ciampa?
0: That'd be cool. I can see that one. I could see that.
1: Right? Because we, I mean, we haven't seen him since his loss the Cross. Eh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another uh, speculation was Samoa Joe, which I don't believe so. But, I mean, Joe's a big guy. None of them look like big Because I was trying to look at body size
0: and right. kind of stuff.
1: You think uh, uh, Gargano and Candice LeRae?
0: No. No. I'm going to be (laughs) wrong. Mia Yim? I can see that. That kind of fits with her character.
1: Alistair Black.
0: That would make sense, too. Because he really, to me, he is is worthy of more of a push than what he's gotten. Mm -hmm. And he's put on great matches with everybody. Anybody and everybody he's faced.
1: Who do you think could be in it?
0: So, I was thinking, maybe like a mojo.
1: Well, you know, let me do this, because it's something I actually wanted to do a couple weeks ago, and maybe this will kind of help us. If they're following the storyline about the Retaliation faction being people re-signed back to that day, We saw a lot of people get released in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just go through the list. We'll go through the list. We're going to try to, this is going to be a lot of work for you. We're gonna go through the list of everybody. If they're already somewhere, tell me if you think that was a right move for them. If they're not, we'll see if they're part of retaliation. Sound good? All right, Kurt Angle. No, you don't think you don't think he's part of retaliation? I don't think. I think. Well, he he turned down Didi, right? Because uh, DDT offered him such low money, he said no.
0: I just thought, I just don't think he just to wrestle anymore.
1: All right, Rusev. Rusev could be one. I know there was lots I know there was... uh, He went on social media and talked about how, like, he's no longer wrestling anymore. He's going to focus on his... uh,
0: Gaming. just Twitch or whatever. Twitch and gaming. Yeah. Yeah. I posted that.
1: Yeah, I think uh, think that was... uh, I think that was just a a spoof on what he was actually going to do. I can see Rusev being part of this.
0: That would be cool. Like, I'm I'm a big fan of Rusev. Yeah.
1: Drake Maverick. We do know he got signed back to that. We haven't seen him on NXT in a while. Maybe he's part of that.
0: So even though, I haven't, even though I haven't seen any of these guys like make right. that body
1: yeah.
0: but I could see that right.
1: Uh Carl Anderson, we know is an impact on yeah, along with Luke Gallows. Good move for them. Not not New Japan or AEW?
0: See so how would have won AEW, but
1: Is AEW too saturated with tag
0: teams? I think so. Yeah. Hey the problem is they threw and then they're they're tag team champions, and nothing to take away from Paige and Omega. They're just thrown together.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Young? Really, that would make back, sense. He's back in Impact, right?
0: But he's back in Impact. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. EC3?
1: Back in Impact, right?
0: So, he's been working with Impact, but as far as I know, it's a day-to-day contract. Mm. It's not a full
1: Based on his, I'm, I'm assuming you saw his uh, video package. Yeah, that would make sense for Italian. Yeah, Kurt uh, Hawkins, I believe, is an Impact. Uh, Leo Rush.
0: That would be that be neat. I I came around to Leo Rush. I did not like him at first. I think we won the
1: cruiserweight title. So I didn't like him when he was Bobby Lashley's manager.
0: Yeah, no, that was annoying.
1: Uh, he Slater, we know, was an Impact. Uh, Aiden English.
0: Nah. You don't, don't, you don't think he's in it? Nah.
1: Sarah Logan, I believe she's pregnant, right?
0: Yeah, she's pregnant.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mike Kyoto's a referee. Primo and Upper Cologne. that They could be in it, but I think they might be wrestling down with their uh
0: yeah, I think they're their father. Cuba. Uh, Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico? Yeah. I
1: thought it was Cuba. No, yeah. Puerto Rico. Oh, that's where uh, fucking Bruiser Brody died. Oh, that's right. Costa Rica? Puerto Rico. It's one of the Ricans.
0: <clears throat> Rico.
1: <laughs> uh, Eric Rowan's definitely not one of them. Uh, no one's big enough to be Rowan. But where is he at?
0: I I haven't seen him pop up anywhere. Honestly.
1: Uh, Mike and Mary Canales definitely not. Zach Ryder is obviously in AEW as we saw. Uh, no way Jose.
0: He is supporting new. Last I saw, he's supporting a new look too. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Cassius Connor. Nope.
0: Um, I, just, I was never really a big fan. Curtis
1: Axel? I can see
0: him. I can see him and Bo.
1: can't see Bo either. I think Bo's injured.
0: I can't stand Bo. <laughs> uh, Bo uh, knows. Bo yeah. needs another one to shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> Bo don't know diddly. Uh, yeah, Yo, what do you
0: got? Uh The Rock. I, this is kind of wrestling news, kind of not wrestling yeah. news, but it involves the Rock, so it's news. I mm-hmm. uh, bought the XFL for fifteen million dollars. It's so cheap. See, that's what I thought it's too. So Everybody's cool like, "Oh, that's a lot of money." I'm like, "It seems kind of cheap to me." Not
1: for what I mean, because I think uh, I think Vince like bought out like sixty million dollars worth of stock and fucking did it yeah. just to do it. Um, I know, I know, uh, he uh, he he teamed with uh, his ex-wife and uh, some other company to do it. But uh, I know uh, I know when I post on the Facebook page uh, I I put the uh, well it kind of makes sense, um, and it does because if you know his acting history, yep. he it's on the HBO show Ballers, which is a football based television show, where he bought the uh, Broncos I think, in the TV show, good TV show if you ever get a chance to watch. Uh we was also in Gridiron Gang. also a football movie.
0: He also played football.
1: Yeah, so. I think him buying the XFL would be pretty cool. I think him owning it over the E owning it would pull more people into it.
0: And, and you know, I watched it. I watched a few games last year, and I think uh, or this past year, I think COVID killed it. Oh yeah, I, it had no chance once this bullshit hit, and I think that's what really ultimately killed it. But I think The Rock had up, being as charismatic as he is, as knowledge- with his, the man is, very smart he's proven that he his ex-wife is one of his business managers I believe mm-hmm. too yeah. so it's you know if your ex-wife is your business manager obviously you're doing you gotta be doing something right you got to be legit and I, I think hearing him talk about the xFL would be way more fun than Vincent. yeah
1: I think th- and I think I'm hoping if with him do buying it is buying it bought it I'm hoping he's kind of like a face of yeah. I hope he's involved in, like, in not, not so much, I guess, doing the commentating, but maybe, like, you know, like, hosting, like, the intros to it, or, or just really being a part of it. Um, because I, I think the XFL could do some good. Um, I don't think it'll ever be as big as the NFL. I don't think it'll ever replace the NFL.
0: I don't think it'll ever replace. I think it could get as big. Yeah. But it's going to be a while. And look, you don't have no Chicago team. <clears throat> Who am I supposed to root for if you yeah, in that Chicago team? Probably one of
1: the three California teams.
0: Yeah, no. I, I, th- I think
1: they'll grow. I don't know if they're going to end up with 32 teams like the NFL. um, But I think they'll grow because I, I think they got 16 teams right now. I'm not really sure. I know a lot of it's out west, a couple of them are east. But um, I do like the fact that it's it's within the NFL offseason. So you're not competing with the NFL. Right. That
0: would be stupid.
1: Yeah. uh, You are competing with baseball. Uh, which baseball plays every day, mostly, so you're going to compete with some of those time frames, but I think they're going to stick to Saturday, I believe, games?
0: I, I believe they're Saturday games. Yeah, And they only play two or three in a day. Hmm. I think it was only two last year. I'm not sure. But I, I, I think you got a lot of people who don't like baseball and love football. And those are the people that you're, you're going to target. Whereas I'm more of a more of a baseball guy than I am a football guy, and I'm really not too much a major sports guy. Besides, <laughs> wrestling is really the only thing I really yeah. keep a track with most of the time. I'll go to a Sox game if I had to. I'll go to the Cubs game, but yeah.
1: But no, I, I think it's cool. He's he's doing that XFL. Hopefully next year kicks it off better. And I don't know. I, th- I think this is a good investment for I So I mean, like, yeah, fifteen million dollars is a lot of fucking money. It but now, cheap. First off, not for The Rock. And not for buying the XFL.
0: It's a movie for The Rock. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and not right. even a good one.
1: Right? Like, it's probably one of those things where he's like, yeah, sure, why the hell not? Right? Kind of like when like, you see, like, you know, you can buy, like, fucking two Pepsis for five bucks. Why the fuck not? You know? Same thing.
0: It, it'd be... It, I think you're going to have more celebrities want to work with The Rock than you do with McMahon. Mm-hmm. Because The Rock is popular. It, it just seems like that to me. I really don't know the man, but you don't hear a whole lot about him. Obviously, Ben Diesel won't help him out at all. So, yeah, I did hear about.
1: Him. <laughs> uh, guys, if you acknowledge uh, what we have on our table here and everything, you obviously see uh, some awesome merchandise that was sent to us uh, from our friends at uh, Phoenix Pro Wrestling. Uh, as we mentioned before, they do have a show coming up. Uh, I believe uh, September twenty sixth. Uh, it's going to be at the Washington County Fair Parks and Conference Center in West Bend, Wisconsin. Um, they're going to be taking on uh, another company, Slammin Championship Wrestling, uh, SCW. Not to be confused with Southland Championship Wrestling. No, uh,
0: SCW of the North.
1: SCW North. All right. Um. So we got Phoenix Pro Wrestling taking on Slammin Championship Wrestling. Uh. Here, I do have a, I do got a match card that's uh, showing here. The card is subject to change, of course. As but uh, as of right now, let's see, we got here. We got, uh, uh, we got uh, Maverick defending the uh, heavyweight title versus Colt Storm, uh, Ryu Shinzaki. If I pronounced that right, uh, is taking on Luscious Lonnie Kincaid for the United States Championship. Robbie McCann and Gavin Alexander will defend the New Phoenix Pro Tag belts against uh, Dod. Plus a Fatal 4-Way for the new television title with Excalibur, Scorpion, Tanner, Nix, and Crazy Scott.
0: Television title? Yeah. Does that mean they're on TV?
1: I do believe they are on a TV up there. Yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah. And
1: it's cool. If you guys aren't following uh, Phoenix World Wrestling on Facebook, make sure you do. Because they did uh, get a lot of brand new titles in And the titles are pretty awesome. So make sure you check them out. Uh, the main event's obviously going to be in... Uh, PPW versus SCW uh, Survivor Series type elimination match. Um, members of that uh, to come. So make sure you guys uh, check it out. Again, it's September 26th up at West Bend, Wisconsin. I think we're going to try to make it. Just got to see what it looks right like around. at that point. Um, it's a little bit of a drive. It's a little road tripping. That's right. But we can always pick up cheese and uh, booze on the way. I
0: like cheese and it's, booze.
1: Yeah, it's Wisconsin. We only got three good things cheese, booze, and uh, it's uh, right next to
0: Illinois.
1: Yeah. I'll take it. It's like when I tell people, hey, where are you from? Like, I'm from Illinois, but not that shitty Chicago part.
0: Say the opposite. <laughs> I'm from Chicago. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, do that. Don't talk that
1: shit. Uh. All right, Jay. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about uh, before we dive into our uh, freaking five. Cool. Uh, if you guys remember, uh, Tyson Kidd, uh, husband to Natalia, trained at the uh, dungeon, uh, got injured. Uh, trainer. Yeah, uh, got injured, uh, by Samojo by a, uh, Bronco Buster. No, it was uh, fucking, uh, a fucking um, it's
0: that fucking I can't remember what it's called.
1: It's called a Bronco Buster. Is that the Bronco Buster? It's Samojo Brain Buster. Brain Buster. See Samoa Joe doing a Bronco Buster in the corner?
0: That uh, yeah. would suck. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: uh, Samoa Joe put him up for a uh, Brain Buster. Uh, obviously, something happened and uh, ended up uh, damaging his neck. Testing kids in the ring training. Ooh. Is it a comeback for Dota E? Worth it at this point? Could he flow back into the business and be a Daniel Bryan?
0: What if he's part of Retribution or Retaliation? Retaliation, ooh, maybe. I would like to see him and Cesaro tag again though.
1: Yeah. See, and that's the thing, like I I, I wanna know what they're retaliating against. They're not really saying what they're retaliating, they're just fucking destroying Dead E shit. So it has to be something with these machines. It's gotta be
0: people either have been released, haven't gotten their shot. It's gotta be one of those two.
1: What do you think Tyson Kidd coming back would be worth it? As a fan? Yeah, oh, sure. What else are you, you going bucket?
0: Oh, man. <laughs> I, was, I always liked Tyson Kid though. Yeah. I didn't like his goofy little haircut, but I liked him.
1: I didn't mind it with the new foundation with uh, Davy Boy's Kid.
0: Yeah. So. I don't think Davy Yeah, he's in Japan, I believe. Might be.
1: Might be. Right. Guys, before we uh, dive into this top five, just want to so remind you all that uh, we have merchandise. <sighs> oh. Frank is my second favorite effort. Uh, we have merchandise available at tpublic.com, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. If you search JFW, pick up any one of our amazing designs that are available on uh, a plethora of uh, merchandise. T-shirts and hoodies, as you can see what we're wearing. Masks. Coff- masks, coffee mugs, magnets, stickers, pins, uh, tapestries, wall art, um, cell phone cases, pillows, stuff like that. Everything. Yeah. Uh, we came out with a new shirt recently. Because you say freak, like it's a bad thing. It's hashtag Freak Nation T-shirt, the official Freak Nation T-shirt, which is available. Uh, I know I mentioned it several times. There's the uh, the the Freak World Order shirt. I haven't released it yet. And I do apologize for that. I'm just waiting for the right time to do it. So, uh, if you guys are waiting for that, let me know. Use hashtag sand on uh, Twitter or Facebook, and let me know you're wait- waiting on that shirt. Um. It will get released soon, but if they do, again, you can pick up one of our shirts. We got the original JFW logo, the brand new JFW logo that you pick up on t-shirts and stuff. Uh, you got the Dizzle J Travis T 2020 shirt, make uh, wrestling great again. So, a lot of things available, so make sure you check out, again, tpublic.com, dot ccom Search JFW, pick up your merch today. Oh yeah! Right. J. freaking five, man. All freaking right. five, guys. What we're gonna do here now? I got a list here. I actually got two freaking fives. We're gonna do
0: tonight, Ooh. Ooh. right?
1: I'm gonna give you five wrestlers. Okay. I'm gonna tell you what the, what what they represent, and you're gonna rank them. One being the the uh, most, and uh, five being the least. Okay. So one to five. Um, first one I got here is uh, rank these five stars who have never held the WWF championship. He's going back to D.A.F.
0: W.W. W.W.F. Championship. British Bulldog.
1: Mr. Perfect. Razor Ramon. Rick Rude. Roddy Piper. All these stars <gasps> have been oh Intercontinental Champions, but they have never held the D.A.F. title.
0: Uh, Piper's got be number one. Piper's one. Piper's won. Okay. Perfect 2. What?
1: Okay. Razor. okay British Bulldog and Rick Rude.
0: my would come back to life if I didn't put Rick Rude above British Bulldog. But it ain't gonna happen. British Bulldog. And then Rick Rude. All
1: right. For me, I went uh, Razor, Razor Ramon 1. Uh, British Bulldog, two. Piper, three. Perfect, four. And then,
0: Rude five. Listen to Sharon.
1: <laughs> uh, Alright, so the other one I got here. Uh, all These five stars rank them one to five. Never won any championships in WDF, but deserve to. So, these five stars never won a European, an Intercontinental, a tag team, a WDF talent. No titles. But one to five, who deserved to win at least one championship in DF <clears throat> Bam Bam Bigelow, Dusty Rhodes, Jake the Snake Roberts, Lex Luger, Vader.
0: Luger's last. Luger's last? <laughs> <laughs> I was never a big fan of Luger. Uh Man, that's that's a tough one.
1: Bigelow, Rhodes, Roberts, Vader. Start five to four. Between Bigelow, Ra Roods, Roberts, and Vader, who who's the least deserving?
0: Damn. That one's hard, dude. Uh number one probably Jake Roberts. Okay. He should have at least held in and kind of to me that, that would have been yeah, I mean, per- that would have get, been the perfect like, title for An IC
1: title, a European title, a tag team title, or They didn't win any of these titles. So it doesn't have to be which one deserves a half title. Have have, which one at least deserved a European? We got thrown into a bullshit tag team. Right. Or the IC.
0: And then, uh Bam Bam second, then Dusty, then Vader.
1: Come on. I went uh Dusty Rhodes, Jake Snake Roberts, Vader, Luger, and then Bam. Bam.
0: I was like, I, I loved Bam Bam. He was one of my favorites.
1: All right. These 10, though. Okay. British Bulldog, Vader, Luger, and Bam Bam Bigelow. I have stars next to their names. Do you know why?
0: They were world champions somewhere else? Nope.
1: Probably, though, but no.
0: Not in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm.
1: Five out of a of these guys, or sorry, four out of a ton of them are still not in the
0: division. Luger will never be in the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, because of what happened to Elizabeth. Yeah,
0: Luger okay. will never be in the Hall of Fame. I think Bam Bam went in on a slide.
1: Okay, let's do a third one. Top four most deserving to be in the Hall of Fame: Bulldog, Vader, Luger, Bam Bam. One being the most for uh,
0: Bam Bam, Vader, who's it? Bulldog, and, and then uh, Bulldog, uh, Luger, and then Luger
1: think Bam Bam over Vader?
0: I'm a bigger fan of Bam Bam. Yeah. At I, that point, it's just, it's just personal preference.
1: I do Vader, Bulldog, Bam Bam, Luger.
0: But see, also, like, Bam Bam, I watched him on wrestling, on yeah. the channel, whatever, at 2 o'clock in the morning, and this man just moved. So did Vader, though, and Bulldog, obviously, it's... And like I said, I was never a big fan of Luger, and Bam. Bam also, the way he died, or what eventually led to his death, was saving people from a fire. So that kind of yeah. gives, gives him a little more push for that. And Vader, it was sad to see him his downfall, because we I don't even think he went to the show with me when he was at NXW. At the Maj- uh, was it the Majestic? No, it wasn't the Majestic. It was the uh, Armory. And uh, King of Key, I brought my oldest son with me. And he wrestled against Cell- or Wrestled with Block, And he, it was, it was sad. And he wanted a lot of money just to take a picture with him. And yeah. I was like, no. Nah. This right. is in the 80s, bro. <laughs>
1: Hi, Jay. What's your pick of the week?
0: Pick of the week is JBL. Eddie Guerrero, Judgment Day, 2004.
1: Is that the uh is that the the Cowbell?
0: One of the bloodiest matches ever. So they've been having a rough couple weeks. Yeah. I needed to see some fucking violence. <laughs> so I chose this match and it it actually ranked as top ten one of the bloodiest matches ever happened. Nice. So if it's a good match, yeah, it's fun to watch.
1: Guys, one of the coolest parts about our new uh, structure we have uh, going on here is that you're going to be able to know what we're going to talk about next week. So next week we're going to talk about the D-E- I'm sorry, the WCW Invasion Angle. Uh, kind of talk about a little bit of history about it, what actually did happen, and how we would rebook it. So we're going to do that all for you next week. Make sure you follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching Just For Wrestling, the the JFW Podcast. And uh, also you can find our show released uh, weekly. Uh on uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. Just my searching just free wrestling, Jan podcast. If you are following us on any of those, make sure you subscribe so you get a notification, as well as leaving us a rating or review because those do help us out. Uh, again, thanks to Ball Wash and Audible for being sponsors of the podcast. Again, check out our merchandise at tpublic.com. We are part of FreakNet Studios, along with uh, this freaking show and Doug Gray area. So make sure you check out freaknetstudios.com check out the amazing podcasts that are available with the network. Again, we are on YouTube. You can check the video uh, release of this podcast on YouTube. Just visit the JFW Podcast, as well as Freakness Studios' YouTube page as well. Jay, okay, that's all I got.
0: Time to ring the bell on this episode. Perfect!
1: As always, I am Travis Steele. I'm Dizzle J. And... Thank you for listening to our episode of for listening and the JFW Podcast.
0: Peace!